Just gonna run this dog to see if we can find any type of uh, human remains that are left. Listen to Where Secrets Go to Die, The Disappearance of Derek Hennigan. From the Detroit Free Press, a new podcast set in the woods of Michigan's Upper Peninsula. Available on Apple, Spotify, Freep.com, or wherever you get your podcasts. Welcome back to another edition of Burke's Eye View, the podcast. I'm your host, Dave Burkett, Lions beat writer for the Detroit Free Press and Freep.com. And back on the podcast here after a little bit of a hiatus. Didn't get a chance to do one when I was over in London. And, and man, have things changed since we came to you last. There was uh, the Lions, of course, fired offensive coordinator Joe Lombardi and, and line coaches Jeremiah Washburn and Terry Heffernan before they left. And uh, when they got back, they, they fired Martin Mayhew, the general manager and, and team president Tom Lawan. So uh, a whole bunch of different faces in, in charge for the Lions now or, or different people in different places at the very least. And look, it's been a miserable season for the Lions this year. No two ways about it. They're the, the worst record in the NFL, one in seven. They're heading towards the, the number one overall pick and, and they're going to try to break out of their funk in, in, you know, probably the most difficult place that they could uh, play uh, Lambeau field where they haven't won since 1991 against the good green Bay Packers team. I know the Packers have lost two straight, but, but they played two pretty good teams. Um, and they still have Aaron Rodgers, who, you know, is one of the two best quarterbacks in the NFL and, and they still have clay Matthews on defense and, so the Lions really have their, their work cut out for them this week. Um, they're going to be without Rasheen Mathis, and on top of all that, you know, one of their starting cornerbacks. And, and Josh Wilson, nickel cornerback, is going to slide to the outside and, and play a little more significant role. And, and I, for that reason, I, I thought it'd be good to bring him on this week. He, he's going to play a key role. He's a vet who's been around the league a long time. He's been a part of some teams when he was in Seattle uh, that have had some, some turnover in the past. So I thought he could speak about uh, sort of everything that's gone on with the Lions so far, the, the changes that were made uh, the last couple of weeks, what they're facing this week. And then on top of that, he's, he's got a pretty interesting story, too. His, his dad was the, the fullback for Earl Campbell. So uh, even though he, he was just a baby when his, his father had finished playing, um, you know, he, he's been around the game. Uh, he's got some, some NFL bloodlines, and, and he knows a whole lot about the, uh, uh, the sport and, and what it takes to, to make it in the NFL. So without further ado, here's Josh Wilson on this week's edition of Burks Have You, the podcast. Dave Burkett here with Lions cornerback Josh Wilson inside the Lions locker room on, on this week's edition of Burks I View, the podcast. And All right, Josh, let, let's just start with what's going on here uh, since we saw you guys on the field last. Um, obviously, a couple firings upstairs, uh, a lot of uncertainty about what's going on ahead. What, what is sort of the mood of this locker room? How do players deal with, with everything that's going on? I mean, we got to accept it as a challenge. You know, right now, uh, you know, we, we're in a... You know, in a, a tough spot, and you know, I mean, uh, anytime you you get your back against the wall, you either gotta you know come out fighting or or, or keep backing up. We ain't got nowhere else to go. You know what I mean? So we gotta fight back, and, and that's what we're doing. You've been on a handful of different teams across the league already. Have you been in a situation like this where there's changes midseason, and, and how have you seen guys respond to to changes? I mean, I, I've back way 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 back. Uh, <laughs> Um, you know, in Seattle days, you know, we had a similar situation there at the end of the year, you know, this and, you know, it's a challenge. You know, you're, you're, you know, 
now it's everybody is online, um, and, and you gotta you gotta uh, you know every time you go out there, it's go, you're gonna be you know auditioning for you know your your livelihood, you know, and so you gotta take that challenge and, and you know take it to heart. Jim Caldwell talked about this a little bit earlier in the week. He said it's there's sort of a human you know nature that that sometimes people start looking out for themselves, and I guess you have to avoid that. How do vets? What can veterans do to make sure that doesn't creep into this locker room? Well, at, at this point, is you know right now you gotta you know show that you can work together in this scheme and, and within this team and with these players. We gotta actually get closer rather than you know individualize for the fact that uh, you know you know everybody everybody has written us off. You know uh, you know. You know, uh, Coach Codwell had a, a story for us one time. You know uh, that his, his dad always talked to us. If you were two guys and you know a bunch of guys came to try to jump you, get back to back. And you know we, we that's what we need to do. You know at, right now we got everybody uh, you know against us. You know they're going out and attacking us. And you know this whole team we got to get back to back and you know and, and fight everybody off together. Not you know not one on one battle. What's the, what's the key to doing that? How do you guys, because things, it's not hasn't just been one area this year. It's been a whole lot of things, offensively, defensively, special teams all over that have gone wrong in various games. So how do you guys correct that? What do you need to do in order to get this thing back on track? I mean, anytime you get back to back, you support on somebody else. You know I mean? Uh, things that they may not uh, be able to, uh, you know, see or, or respond back to, I got to be able to, you know I mean, protect them and, and have their back and make sure that they can trust, you know, if something does go wrong, that you know I'll be there to you know make up for you know mistakes. So uh, you know it, it, it's just fighting together and, and and not you know like I said individually and and understand that we're in this together. I think you've had a pretty good season overall, playing a lot of slot cornerback, obviously helping out and run, helping out with the blitz game. Uh, as a whole, though, you guys are, are allowing quarterbacks to complete more than 70% of their passes. So, what's gone wrong that's caused that to happen, and how do you fix that? Well, one one thing you know uh, I've learned playing a long time this week is, you know, people only care about stats when you're, you're losing. You know, uh, when you're winning, they don't really care about them, and you don't care what you're ranked and this and that because you're winning. Um, so, yeah, right now, you know, everybody's throwing out all kind of stats, and you know, in this league, you know, high completion to percentage, you know, could be anything. They could be you know, completing 100%, you know, you know, two-yard throws is not going to make a difference. So, you know, stats only count right now because we're we're not having the season that we want to, you know, want to be having, and uh, you know that we we should be having. But uh, you know, we turn this thing around and, and make it right. Nobody's going to care about any statistics. I guess you're right about that. W and L is the only two stats that matter at the end of the day, right? Tara Lawson did say one thing, though. He said that during the bye week, he, he studied hard. He said second and long situations, third down situations. He said that's what's really been hurting the defense. wonder if you've seen that, too, and, and a lot of that, I would assume, falls on not just the, the defensive backs, but the pass rush game, too. So uh, that's got to be a big focus this week going against a good quarterback, good team in Green Bay. I mean, we, we just got to stop them from getting first downs and, and, and stop them from having big plays. That's the end of the day. You know, uh, no matter what down the distance it is, no matter what what's going on, you know we gotta we gotta be able to uh, you know make the plays when they're there and stop them from making plays. You know, uh, we we gotta win some of these 50-50 balls. So that's that's the thing. We uh we we haven't been doing that. and We gotta make those plays. You know, when it's 50-50, we gotta come up with uh, you know those balls and, and and it'll turn around for them. Here with Josh Wilson in the Lions locker room, and I just mentioned it going to Green Bay facing a good quarterback, Aaron Rodgers. So what is it about Aaron Rodgers that that sets him apart from some of the other quarterbacks in the league? Uh, he he has no fear of taking you know what you give him. You know, you you leave anything, you know, uh, with air. You 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 give him any opportunity, he's gonna take it. You know, he can he's mobile, he can keep plays alive. He you know he, he can he he's great. Um, you know. Because of many things, he can he can make every pass do all that. 
but the things that separated him from uh, a lot of you know quarterbacks I've gone against and played with is he was going to take whatever you give to him and, and, and let his playmakers make plays. Yeah, one of the best. Doesn't make any, any mistakes really out there. Um, I want to ask you about you. I know we talked about this back in the preseason a little bit. Your dad was the blocking back for Earl Campbell. So you, uh, you were a running back back in the day, right? How'd you become, how'd you become a defensive back after playing running back and having running back in your family forever? Well, uh, I went to uh, the math <laughs> in uh, high school. and uh, so Washington, D.C., right? Yeah, yeah, Washington, D.C. And, you know, uh, pretty good pretty good team. And I wanted to play running back. And I noticed it was uh, well, 10 deep people wanted to play <laughs> running back. And I looked at the receiver, and there was only a couple guys over there. So I went and ran over there and played receiver. So <laughs> I figured I got a better chance of getting more uh, touches out there receiver. And, you know, turned out to be a good at that. And, you know, always play corner. But uh, that's literally how I went from playing running back to receive. <laughs> I had a better chance of that. It worked out good, I guess, right? Got you <laughs> yeah, here. So yeah, yeah. what was it like, though, having a, a dad that played in the NFL? And I know you're still close with, with, with Earl today. So. Yeah, yeah. I mean, it was, it, was, uh, it was great. It made it, you know, a, a real uh, dream. It wasn't something that I, I didn't, you know, I never grew up thinking I can't reach that. You know, it was, it was always something that was reachable. I just got to work and, you know, it, you know, I can do it. You know, I know people in it. I know you know, I've heard their stories. I've seen how they got there and the hard work they had to put, you know, forward to get there. And so, you know, I, I, uh, I got, I, got one. I, I knew what it took to get there. And uh, <laughs> you, you said, you said that you're, you're still close with Earl today. So how has he helped you along? How has he, you know, supported your career? Oh man, he, he calls me all the time. If we play in Texas, you know, he's going to try to uh, anywhere in Texas. He's going to try to make it to the game. Um, you know, it's 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 crazy. You know, he always tells me, oh, I'm just so proud. You know, I'm just every time I watch him. Dude, you got, you're like one of five people, to, you know, to win the Heisman Trophy and be in the Pro Football Hall of Fame. What, what could I do? And you know, I now having my own, you know, son, I, I, I understand it. You know, you see that younger generation grow up, and you know, it, it, it's different than when you did it. You know, it, you know, you're just, you're just happy you could help them out along the way. Yeah, no, he sees you as another son, I guess, in a lot of ways, and so he's proud of that. Um, but you did tell me, too, I think back when we were talking in the, the, the fall or the at training camp, that even though you have all those connections, you had a different favorite running back, right? <laughs> oh, yeah, yeah. Um, <laughs> greatest running back all the time, a favorite player of football all the time. You know, number one player in the NFL I ever played a game was Barry Sanders. <laughs> and uh, when we were in London, I had a chance to uh, shake his hand. I think I was the biggest fan. Coach Caldwell, you know, he saw me and you know, I, I told him, man, I, I gotta be a fan right now. That's that's my favorite player all the time. He was the he was the best that ever did it, the greatest ever did it. I you know, my mom actually got mad at me the day he retired. You know, I got mad and threw the <laughs> threw all kind of things on the ground, man. And but uh, you know, you know, um, he 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 was a, a very special player, and you know, I I. I I'm not gonna say I idolized him, but you know I was very close. <laughs> well, I guess you you were probably a little bit more like him as a player, right? Than oh, like yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I, I wasn't trying to get hit. You know, Uncle Earl is a little different type of you know a running back. I, I wasn't trying to be that bad. Yeah. You said you said one other thing. I'm buried. Did you get his autograph, or how'd that interaction go down? Nah, I just I got a handshake. You know, and, you know, uh, a bro hug. So, uh, you know, that was that's all I got right now. I'm, I'm out to You know, my wife got mad at me. She don't understand why I just don't go up to him and you know ask for an autograph. But yeah. You know, I'm working on that. You know what I mean? That's stage two. <laughs> stage two, right, exactly. All right, last thing. We like to end this with, with five quick questions. So sort, sort of non-football topic-y here. So let me start this one with you. Uh, Thanksgiving coming up in a couple weeks. Favorite kind of pie? What, what sort of pie do you eat with your Thanksgiving? Oh, man. I'm a, I'm a huge cherry pie guy, except for on Thanksgiving, man. I, I, I got to get my, uh, you know, sweet potato pie. Sweet potato? You know, apple is my, my flavor. If cherry is your regular one. Yeah, hey, I'm, a, I'm a cherry, you know, cherry pie guy. All right. 
Big Sean is going to play here on Thanksgiving Day. If you're running the NFL, you get to pick the Super Bowl act this year. Who are you picking for Super Bowl? Oh, man. Super Bowl. I, well, you know what I mean? Uh, hey, that's a tough one, man. I, I'd probably go with uh, who, I, who I got playing. Let's go with uh, Kurt Franklin, man. I like Kurt Franklin. There you go. Kurt Franklin. What do you like about him? Oh, yeah, man. You know what I mean? He keeps me uh, keeps me humble, keeps me uh you know, calm. I can go with him with John Legend, you know what I mean? They, they keep me calm before the game. That's not two too, too good selections right there. So, uh, I don't know if you're a fast food guy or not, but what's the what's the last fast food meal you had? Uh, I, I actually don't enjoy any fast food. but uh, Sword off? It, but, uh, nah, it's, there's, there's one that has me caught by the, the horns, and that's uh, Chick-fil-A, man. Oh, yeah. They got to get one of those, you know, I got to bring a Chick-fil-A out here, too. The only place you can get around here is the airport or Oakland University. Oh, so if you man. get a chance next time you're in the airport. Oh, I just found out something I didn't know. <laughs> day. That's what we're here for, I guess, right? <laughs> um, all right, the uh, your favorite road venue in the NFL, favorite place to play on the road in the NFL. Well, now that you know, I, I knew I, I played there for a long time, uh, Seattle, man. Going back there is, uh, you know, the, knowing the city is, is, you know, the advantage I have is to go back there and visit some of the places that, you know, I, I, I used to uh, go to when I first got in the NFL. And, it, you know, it's a great uh, visiting place to go And last one, uh, where'd you go on your honeymoon and why'd you pick that destination? Uh, me and the wife went to uh, St. Lucia. Uh, it's down there. It's um, Jade Mountain. It's a resort, man. You got three walls. Three walls in your resort, man. Uh, there ain't no wall in the first one. You're looking out on the water, real relaxing. You know, you got a long, long balcony head. Don't get too much better than that. Sounds awesome over there. So, Josh Wilson, thank you for joining me on this week's version of uh, Burkside View, the podcast. That was Lions cornerback Josh Wilson, and I mentioned it when I was talking to him. He's having a pretty good year for the team, and, you know, I don't think a whole lot was expected when, when the Lions signed him late in the free agent process, but he's got 28 tackles. He's been solid in run support as a as an edge blitzer, you know, on occasion. He's he's really solidified that, that nickel cornerback spot, so... Um, but you know, like I said, he's got his work cut out for him this week against a really good Packers team and, and the lions for that matter have, have their work cut out for them. They get facing one of the best quarterbacks in the NFL, the, the precise Aaron Rodgers. They are going to a place that they haven't won since 1991, which was a long, long time ago. I don't even want to tell you how old I was way back then. And, uh, you know, there's some players on this lions team that, that weren't even born back then. And Sheldon white, the, the interim GM, he was playing for the lions back then. He had a pass breakup the last time the Lions won a game at Lambeau Field. I think it was week 16 uh, against the Packers. So um, Lions have a tough challenge for them this week. But uh, if they could somehow sneak out a win there, you know, maybe that that helps them get this thing back on the right track because uh, it's really been a rough season for them so far. Uh, One and seven, worst record in the NFL. Uh, They just have had a whole lot going on, a whole lot swirling around this whole organization. And uh, they really need something to get going right. I know there's a lot of people that are are worried about their jobs and what the future holds, both in the locker room, upstairs, sort of all over. And and the only way that that they're going to be able to uh, maybe rest with a little more peace. They're not going to be able to rest easy, but rest with a little more peace is, is if they start stringing some wins together. So they need one this week. Uh, I don't think it's going to happen. I, you know, I picked them, uh, I guess, uh, uh, at risk of spoiling my pick in Sunday's paper. I have the Packers winning pretty handily, uh, 35-17. I just don't think the Lions have much of a, a chance out there. But uh, who knows? Maybe Jim Bob Cooter, you know, maybe that extra week with uh, the bye week, maybe he can get that offense going a little bit, and, and maybe that's what the, the Lions need at the end of the day. And 
And, uh, you know, if they can get it, like I said, it'll be a big lift for this team and this organization, what's going on now. But um, thanks, as always, for joining me here on the podcast. Uh, appreciate you subscribing on, on iTunes. I appreciate you downloading. I appreciate you listening here on our website. And, and as always, I'll be back next week with another edition of Burke's Eye View, the podcast. That's it for now. I'm Dave Burkett. Free Test.